0: filmmaking is delicate it's so delicate and tedious and one thing wrong you got to go back and start reweaving again (laughs) you know and and it's it's madness but it's great it's beautiful
1: sweet well welcome to this industry live podcast i'm your host brandon haskell and i'm your co-host anthony wilson
2: I'm your producer Katie I, <laughs> I can never say it with a straight face. Uh, today we
1: have our good friend John Schulte, who is a writer, director, gaffer, grip, you name it, he does it. He's also he's also in booksmart. He's a featured extra in booksmart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right, wa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Thanks. John.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. No problem. See you too. too.
1: I guess we'll start it off how we start everything, and uh, tell us how you got to LA and your filmmaking journey.
0: Mm, Got to LA three years ago. Um, Moved here with my girlfriend after. Probably about a year after graduating college, for just just trying to save up to move out and have some something to live off of because I didn't have a job or anything immediately out here. I just moved, like a lot of people, and um, yeah, I got I went to Mizzou, started there, and I, I was in a film studies program. Um, it's a lot of great people that I ended up you know building friendships with uh, in Los Angeles, and. Yeah, I came out here, and the first thing that I f- figured through, a friend of mine that I met through my boss at a bar that I was working at, mm-hmm. knew someone in L.A. who was an actor, who is an actor, and um, introduced me to him, and then right when I got out here, he's like, he's like I don't know what I'm going to do for work. So he's like, you should just, just do background acting. <laughs> it's, you just go to, go, go to Central Casting at like 4 in the morning, wait there till 9 a.m., get in, and then go, get a, uh, go across the street to the management company, and then they'll start calling you. <laughs> so I started doing that for like a little over a year to get by. Mm-hmm. And and then I just kind of wanted to do something steady. So I decided to uh, freelancing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, steady. <laughs> <laughs> so while you were at the the uh, talent agency, you got the smart gig. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So I did – it was like just a – bunch of different things they would send me out to features commercials tv shows um and this is all like small inconspicuous parts in the back mm-hmm. i mean barely yeah. recognizable and one of them was like book smart um uh the show lucifer did that quite a bit and uh and what else uh, american horror story one episode uh yeah just so it's just jumping around you know to, to all these different sets and it was great because. Uh, I was just trying to figure things out still and you get a lot of downtime and background Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so, you know, you're just sitting there waiting to go on and, um, you also just get thrown into these massive productions that I would never be able to be on, you know, and, um, probably Transformers Bumblebee was the biggest one and that just like blew me away with, with the scale of the size of that thing and, um, the Boeing warehouse, we were like all in and, and shooting these, these scenes, these massive scenes. And, and so you you're just get to be around and on set in these big places and see these uh, amazing people work and it really helps you figure things out. That background, it was about like, probably about 300 people in background. Ooh. And um, yeah, in a big Boeing warehouse in Long Beach. And yeah, just to see that orchestrated was pretty, pretty crazy. And Booksmart was an amazing experience too, because that one was actually the, a continuous seven days mm-hmm. and all night shoots. So we just go, we'd come in at five p.m. and then shoot through the night and then get home at like seven a.m. Um, for these like the the big party scenes in Booksmart, um, and then we and then they called us all back for the graduation scene, so they kept you know like massive amounts of of background too just because it's you know a high school piece so you kind of have to have all that all those faces back there.
3: From working on like or like being in background for all these big sets, what do you think as a uh, director? even at G&E or even as a writer that you've learned from like being, if you've learned anything from it like some of these bigger sets from being on there?
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to claim that I, I technically, I learned anything too much other than just being an observer and, and sure. starting to get comfortable there because it, background is it's uh, it's just a lot of dead time and, right. and you're, you're always in the way as a background <laughs> actor like everyone just wants to get like get out of the way until we call you you know so you're really uh kept at like three arms length at all times so you don't sense, you man. don't get to learn too much but just being there and seeing it is nice and
3: yeah that's cool uh,
0: yeah
2: do you think you'd ever want to work as a director on a huge set like that or did it make you appreciate the like more intimate sets more
0: uh i mean it would be amazing to <laughs> to have an op- opportunity to have the backing like that, yeah. And I don't know if, yeah, I, I just don't think that whatever I would want to direct or write, I don't think it would, it would ever require that. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm, uh, si- simple things. I love beautiful simple things.
1: Yeah, I love that. Our uh, our friend Joe just sent us a picture of Paul Tama- Paul Thomas Anderson working in NoHo and it was a yeah i was actually shooting that like
2: all i think bradley cooper's in it or something yeah yeah Yeah. and
0: philip seymour hoffman's son nice he's he's making his debut there oh wow yeah that's been
2: all over noho for like two weeks i've been seeing them setting up yeah they've probably been they were literally on my street like a week ago yeah 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 Yeah.
1: anyways it's in those pictures it's crazy to see just how small the crew for that movie actually is Cause like yeah, you can visibly see Paul Thomas Anderson and Joe's like, I mean like fifty feet back.
2: They barely. Yeah. They probably had like fifteen people on set that yeah. I saw. Like the really small. Slog- wow. Maybe because of like the COVID. whole COVID yeah. thing, they were super. Those guys were working their asses off. Like I felt bad for all the crew. <laughs> like they were working so hard. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a big. Yeah, it looked. It, it looked really large. And I'm like a big PTA nerd. And I remember he <laughs> had this this one quote. He was talking about when he was invited. I think he was, it was when he was invited on the set of uh, of um, Eyes Wide Shut because he was working with Tom Cruise oh, yeah, with yeah. Magnolia, and and he he went and he went up to Kubrick, I guess, and he asked him. He's like, "This is all. This is all that you all the, all the people that you work with." Because I guess it was an extraordinary like small set. And he's like, "How much does it take? <laughs> how many people? You know, <laughs> how many people does it take you to do it?" <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah. So I don't know maybe that like affected him and he, he's tried to like go back on.
1: Yeah.
3: That's cool.
1: Did you did you get to see Olivia Wilde direct when you were on Yeah, it? yeah.
0: Actually um she she was really really sweet and um the first night that we came for the, for the night shoots cuz they knew that we were all going to be there for the long haul for these seven, next seven days and mm-hmm. she came and there was probably about um I want to say like probably like 30 reoccurring background people in the party scene that they just kept replacing us and stuff Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and she came out and talked with and gave a little speech to us and thanked us for being there and it's going to be a really long week and, and and all of that and um and then yeah and then occasionally you just get placed out of sheer luck by where the action is happening if you're in background if they you know if the ad likes your look or whatever and then they put you over there and then you can kind of like yeah eavesdrop and hear what the director or whoever it is, or in that case, Lively Wild is telling these people and it's, it's interesting. Yeah, you, you learn a lot, just soaking it up.
1: Have you, have you heard anything from dir- the directors that you've uh taken with you, I guess? Um, No, I mean, I, it,
0: there's only really a few instances that, yeah, I was really that close and, yeah, no, I couldn't. I probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... I mean, like I said, it, they still keep you at arm's length. It's just like just being in the environment, the atmosphere of it. You know, that's really, yeah. really the just of the whole experience. There is just, just kind of looking around like a little kid in a candy shop and and, and observing and, and trying not to be in the LA. <laughs> way. Yeah. And
3: yeah. when did you start? Uh, I guess transitioning. I don't know if you still. Ba- I don't think you still background anymore, right?
0: No. I well, I stopped I stopped doing it so i could focus on acting
3: more. yeah okay
0: um yeah and i stopped doing it i, I got sag eligible through background work Oh, and, and that was like I, after that i was like all right, all right i'm kind of done i need to start being more serious and then i went and enrolled in playhouse west and did that for probably like four months i want to say somewhere mm-hmm. around that and um really i mean that that that's where i had changed i think that's where i like really pinned down um, that I, I just wanted to, to write and direct and I got into filmmaking from a writing standpoint to begin with. I knew that was my my whole goal was was to write. Um, but it was there and, and, and direct hopefully but it was at Playhouse West when I just really got engulfed in, in how this um, this teacher Robert Carnegie was was getting the act out of all these people and, and his theory and, and the Meisner technique and, and um, and building off that and i'm a bit of a control freak so i, I wanted to be on that side of it and and, and trying to uh, you know get the meaning and the feeling out of something and and try to coax it out I, I was really interested in that at playhouse west and um and learning to listen to your gut and listen to the people around you that was really the biggest mm. lesson um that's
3: with meisner right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's
0: just it's just listen i mean you probably would like people that don't know Meisner if you walked in on a Meisner class you would think it I don't know yeah, yeah like it was an acid I, trip or something yeah I, I
3: did because yeah. I just joined an acting class that I do every Wednesday now today. oh nice it? it's, Meisner. it's Meisner and, Meisner, and yeah, yeah when I and I knew because I dated an, an actor and she you know would mention it and as a director I think it's good to like know that stuff a little bit yeah. but I didn't I've never like practiced it so when I like did it it was yeah it definitely felt like a like an acid trip or something. Yeah. You're like
2: doing the thing where, I mean, it's hard because you're on Zoom, but yeah. you're like, repetition repetition okay yeah. so i yeah. did not remember was... that word. For, i did my too like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was so it's, brutal it's i love repetition and it's so addictive and when you're in person it's like the most addictive thing ever yeah it's yeah so it's good. weird on zoom
3: like cuz you can like pin people though, on zoom and like minimize like the gallery oh, view yeah. so that's like what i had to do to like i'd put him on like oh wow my big <laughs> oh so <you're>, and, like, <laughs> so it you're was so it on weird. Zoom. Yeah, yeah and like that's i did crazy. so bad and like he was like you're putting up so many walls and so yeah, I would, I would love to get through to you, like the teacher is saying and all this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, how are we supposed
2: to say that? No,
3: no. He said it, he was, he's a great teacher. He said okay, it, I'm paraphrasing and okay. being dramatic, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, like, I, I didn't want to be make an excuse. I'm like, I, I kind of feel like it's because of the, the monitor. I don't know. I just feel like yeah, I can't. I can't. is. I'm not in it.
2: Yeah. So, when um, you're in no, there I mean, and you're under the lights. Sorry, John. It, like you're in like the actual like acting school and you got the lights on you and you're just like, yeah. you're in the moment with the person looking in their eyes. Like it's, it's magical. It is a freaking acid trip. I've yeah. never done it's, acid, yeah. but I would have, it's like you're like in a whole nother world. It's yeah. so beautiful.
0: It's yeah. I mean, it's intense and. And it's, it's brutal. I mean, like what what he was saying, like, that's, that's a part of it is yeah. Th- a good acting teacher will just tell you to, it, you know, that's not real. It's not real. That's a wall. That's a wall. You yeah. know? It, you've got to get past that. And it's, everyone has that. Everyone has it's to get true. through that it's true. because you have to be, you can't always be civilized, not just as an actor, but as an artist, I think, and a writer, especially. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned that in, in, uh, in the Playhouse West, I really learned a lot about writing more so than acting and that they're, they're, um, they're, they're connected in a lot of ways. And that I think to get the feeling and like the soul of what you're trying to, to do and, and live moment to moment, you have to be in that moment mm-hmm. you know, as you're mm-hmm. writing, as you're acting couldn't agree more. And, and, and that's, yeah, that, that was a huge thing that, that I picked up on and, um, yeah, just always being open-minded to and you know your intentions and and following it and not being scared and, and making awesome. a fool of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> That's
3: what
2: it's true all that. About. You gotta do it. Yeah, I love what you yeah. said
3: about uh like how even when you're writing, you gotta be in the moment and like I, learning Meisner, like learning acting can put you there. Like when you're writing dialogue, you can like you can even say it out loud or in your head or like, do yeah. you find yourself doing that when you're writing? Do you like, I don't know. Sometimes I, mean, yeah. I
0: it's probably really bizarre. I wouldn't want anyone to see me, right. Cause yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it would be like, I just, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty quiet, you know, but sometimes you're just like, will this work. And then you just say it, you know, it's yeah. a resounding silence <laughs> <out of> you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even tell if it worked or not. Cause there's like no one. Yeah. You kind yeah. Of you have to trust yourself.
0: Yeah, you do. And that's, that's, that's a huge thing too, is just trusting yourself, trusting your gut. Yes. And, in, in Meisner, and that's a huge thing is, yeah, just, just going there and, and trusting that because um, from what I got from it, it, it was that your, your intuition and your gut is is this like hyper compressed area of your, your mind and heart, you know, So and your experiences and um, everything that you've learned. So just trust it, you know, you put in all this work to, to, to get all these experiences and, and learn all these things so they're there they're in you you just got to trust it and let it come out in in your own style and I think that's that's where I'm still battling I'm still trying to figure out you know when I write I'm always trying to do that
3: I feel like in your writing I feel like you're you're on onto it though because I feel like out of you know most scripts I've read I feel like you have such a unique voice and I just like well, I don't know you. I guess I if to make it a question is um you know where where you found that was that always there or was that something you had to like I mean I guess find or um, um yeah yeah I I don't I don't know I mean I bet I bet it, it
0: it's been there yeah I start I, I started writing like in grade school I think mm-hmm. you know really I I started writing these really bad hopefully completely trashed by this point you know grade school poetry and oh, cool luckily i got that out of my system you know like when when no one was like reading it and anything so that i started there and then yeah i wanted to get into long form and then and then film yeah And uh, it's, it all kind of started there so i don't know about the voice, like yeah style or voice i i there i don't think there's any like tried and true way to find that for for any individual person i think it comes down to just ultimately like we just said you know trusting your, your intuition and your gut and your own style and even if you're you know, like you, you're, you're gonna doubt it always um, mm. but you just kind of have to roll with it because i don't know what else are you gonna you, you gonna do you gotta you know it's, it's a lot of it's endurance it's just yeah. about endurance and, and writing it out and, and until something works something clicks
2: for sure are, have you ever read bukowski
0: yeah i'm i'm a big bukowski fan.
2: okay yeah. because he's my favorite writer so <laughs> i was reading i reread your scripts again today and I was like, man, they're like very Bukowski. Thank
0: you, that's a, 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 an amazing compliment. I mean, I, I take his work very seriously and, and your email was wonderful. Wow. <laughs> <funny. And>, uh, <laughs> so that, yeah, that, that means a lot. Um, Cause yeah, he does, he has had a lot of influence on me and, um, and his stuff is really comes down to what we've just been talking about, a lot of what, how he operates um is is from that you know unflinching gut that you're just you're just gonna you're gonna give everything you're gonna give your whole humanity and and put everything on the line and um that's a you know filmmakers need to do that too i mean yeah. it's it's, it's, it's you know, filmmaking directing is such a massive undertaking and it's going to take everything it's going to take you know all your your money and all the other dreams you have because you have to give everything to it you you've got to it's it's just such a big thing that's I what love we,
1: that. that's what we talked about last last episode was the amount of sacrifices that you have to make to be a film yeah
0: yeah yeah I think uh this quote by Bresson uh Bresson um he said let's see it was that the future of filmmaking is with like the solitaries that will spend every last penny, you know, yeah. on, on filmmaking. And, and that really resonated with me and I've kind of held that close because I think that's true for, for filmmaking and for writing. And cause it's hard. I mean, you, you're going to be, it's, it's all failure. Everything yeah. is failure as an <laughs> <Sure>. artist. <laughs>
3: fear it, and failure. It,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about that. I mean, if you want to, you know, yeah, go out to LA and, um, or anywhere, you know, and just try to pursue your art form. It's just be prepared for, for failure. And, uh, you got to have some endurance of some sort because yeah, it's, it's brutal (laughs) and it'll, it'll keep going on.
3: (laughs) Uh, but you'll, you'll,
0: (laughs) you'll start to catch, you'll start to catch on and, and, and the beauties and the journey of it. And hopefully along the way of all the failure, uh, you pick up on things that you can, Mm. that you can, uh, put in your work down the road. And and help people.
1: Yeah, Francis Coppola took out what like a twelve million dollar loan to start Apocalypse Now. Something absurd like that. Yeah, (laughs) I mean that is
2: he. It was a wrangled deal, but yeah, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) he was pretty he was pretty shrewd with it. But yeah, he still they still did feel like they had everything on the line. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that is yeah. I mean, if you live like that and you. You live and die for it then yeah you can if it works it works well like with apocalypse now it's like blows up <laughs> yeah
1: uh, what do you think it takes to be a good director
0: first i think it takes being a good writer mm-hmm. i do i think you you have to be a writer because i think you you have to be visiting um you have to be visiting set before you're there and i know there's like a lot of directors big directors that are, have made amazing stuff that apparently say that they just walk on set and, and the day begins. They don't think about anything. I, I just couldn't. I don't think I could. I could do that. <laughs> so yeah. I would say that the importance of it is 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 sitting down and conceptualizing before you go out there, and and getting that down and being able to to be on set moment to moment as a director because you ultimately your whole job is to make sure that there's life in this thing, Mm. you know, throughout the whole day, there's all this madness and everything going around and you've got to be able to like sit, sit down and, and, and then focus on the act in front of you and, and the talent and, and your words and making sure that your voice is uh, being heard and the the cast is being heard and and, Mm. and their characters. And that has a lot to do with resource too, you know, because when you're starting out directing, you, you're still wearing a lot of hats and yeah, your mind is still going to you know uh, your your the time restraint or the mm-hmm. schedule or anything like that and that, and you can't you've got to have an amazing ad you know that can mm-hmm. that can break you out of that that moment to moment because you need you need you they should be telling you to go along or like come on let's go because you need to be caught up you need to get yeah. caught up and you need to trust your ad yeah. because like if the director yeah if, if if he's not allowed to get caught or she is not allowed to get caught up you know and and in what's happening there? It's it might not you might not breathe the right life into it.
3: Yeah, I, I yeah I agree so much with that because I feel like where I'm at right now, I'm still juggling so many hats, and it's like to the point where I've done it so many times, where like ading myself or even producing myself, where it's like I know how hard it is every time, and I like learn things, but it never gets easier. It just makes me like realize just like I can't wait till I or You know, sometimes I do, but I feel like most of the time I'm not. I don't have an AD or anything like that. So, like every time I do it, it seems like, yeah, it doesn't get easier. It's just like, okay, I need to. It just makes you realize more. I need this. Takes like a team, obviously. Yeah. But sometimes you don't. You can't. You don't have the funds
1: or whatever to get that. Yeah. 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 It's tough. Uh, Yeah, I like what you said that a director has to bring the life to the set because I, I feel like I've been on a lot of sets. Um, where I've either witnessed the director really having a lot of enthusiasm and making the set just a very positive energy, and I've been on also a lot of sets where the director had a very, uh, negative energy and that, uh, made it more of a, a pessimistic set. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. The life yeah. is, it's a huge, uh, key to have to, um, creating the environment that you want i guess
0: yeah yeah Yeah, because i mean it's you gotta the the set has to be conducive to the the talent's environment i mean if if they can't if they can't get in there and they can't you know find the place they need to be even before you know the camera rolls if they can't get to that point you know you're you're, you might miss some stuff and you you, Mm -hmm. not just that you might you know send a misdirection into your whole script because yeah um maybe you got caught up in something else on set as a director you know and or if, if you're a producer too that's tough and uh and you just completely uh you know gave the, <laughs> the wrong uh direction to someone and now this character is uh has a whole different feeling and trajectory than mm-hmm. what you expected them <laughs> and you don't know what you have to do down the road i mean exactly filmmaking is delicate it's so delicate and tedious and one thing wrong you got to go back and start reweaving again <laughs> you know and and it's, it's madness but it's great it's beautiful
1: yeah you're just you're, yeah you're like trying to create an environment that allows everybody including yourself to do their job whether it's mm-hmm. an actor to do their job it's the gne team giving them time to do their job or or an AD giving you time to do your job as a director.
0: Yeah, (laughs) definitely. A lot
3: of moving parts. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, your understanding of wanting to give the actors the space to be able to perform the character um, at the best of their abilities. Do you think just learning acting and Meisner and everything uh, as a director that has helped you when, when it comes to directing actors or making that space for them, to you know embody this character do you feel like that has helped
0: yeah absolutely i think i think it would be a, anyone anyone that wants to be a director that hasn't already should take acting classes yeah and and take as many as you can as you can afford <laughs> i stopped because i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't afford any i couldn't afford it but um yeah i mean uh it's just you've got to know that I mean that's ultimately what you're working with here I mean right. you, you, you develop you develop your images hopefully you know before you get there you know you develop your your frames and everything and um, and like you you just got to trust the work that you put into it already and when you're on set the most important thing there the only work that's left should be um, to make sure that the talent um, is is in the place that you need them to be to be able to to translate um, you know your themes and your style and um and and to to get find some kind of feeling that you can transmit to the audience i mean that's really important it, it can't be dry you know it's got to be as human as possible
3: yeah
1: Amen. it's got to be, be wet <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay um anyways <laughs> i want to talk about something else um, <laughs> Yeah, I was curious because I know you were working on a feature with Sam. Um, How's that, if you're able to talk about it, how's that going?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we're, we're, Sam, let's see, we probably like uh, sometime last year, earlier last year, um, we were hanging out and talking and he uh, had this idea for a script he wanted to do and then we just, you know, sat down another day and started you know beating it out and um and then he was gracious enough to entrust me with just you know running with it and and, and writing it and uh yeah finished it early what? early in quarantine
2: you finished um, it already
0: finished it yeah so i finished wow. well
2: <laughs> oh my there's still
0: still things that need to be refined wow. um but it's 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 there you know it's done it's we're still tweaking some things and, and and like i said taking time and trying to feel this out and make sure that um everything's there, but, yeah, we, we, so we pushed cool. through and, and got something out and, um, yeah, now I'm trying to, to do another one before the end of the year, hopefully. <laughs> wow,
2: so you're writing another feature?
0: Yeah, the, uh, the most likely harmless features oh, yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing right now and, uh, which is, um, broken off from a short I wrote. Yeah. Uh, called the same thing. Um, and I'm, I'm getting close to that too, but I'm, taking my time with it i mean luckily there's the, the one great thing of, of of being stuck inside this whole time is it's it does give you a lot of time to sit down and, and work at things that you wouldn't have time you know any other day and uh, yeah but i do miss life that <laughs> we that's, all do that, that affects that definitely affects your 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 artistic process not being able to be out and in, in social and 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 see things and people and, um, the human condition in action, you know, we need to be experiencing that to be able to make anything. So I think we're running on fumes, fumes now, so (laughs) we need to, we need to get that. Yeah.
1: Uh, so you have a short film that you're, did you, you're looking for funding or did you get funding that you're, uh,
0: yeah, I got, so the most likely harm is short film. I, um, I submitted to script the Palooza in their short content competition and it it made to court a finalist and um wow, after i got that so cool. then then um i got um a, uh, let's see an email from um a producer that i had gaffed uh, on one of her short films and she was just really interested into it and it's we're still talking so there's it's it's um it's hopeful and, and the funding should be there, but, you know, with, with COVID a lot of stuff is up in the air, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really sure exactly, but there's, um, there's life in it, you know, and I'm excited. I, hopefully I, I really would like to, you know, have funding by next year and for sure, you know, but mm-hmm. it looks promising right now. So.
1: Would, That's so would, awesome. Would that be your first short film that you've directed? Uh, I mean, on my own,
0: yeah, I did. Of course, did all these like short films and um, films cool, uh, yeah, that I've left behind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I mean, recently I did the a, a 16 millimeter short with Sam. Oh, yeah, and, the and,
1: nostalgia you know, piece, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Saint Patina, right?
0: Yeah, I yeah, so, it. so
2: beautiful.
0: I got wow. to do that and um. That was yeah. That was a lot of fun working on on shooting, and directing on film, which is a lot different than mm-hmm. digital in so many ways.
1: Would you like to elaborate on that? I guess <laughs> why why is shooting on film so much different than digital from a directing standpoint?
0: Yeah, I think it's it's different. Like on the for instance, on the Bullocks, I mean, you're you only it's it's a wind up, you know, in that instance. So you you literally only have so much time to to get the act out. So that just put, put, put simply is, is um, a hurdle in some instances. So you've got to work around that, but in other ways, um, yeah, I think it's actually more of a hurdle for low budget film projects that don't have the resources to be able to like, you know, have your your your, your monitor on there and, and to see it and to do playback and everything.
3: Yeah, um, and have a, a bunch of magazines. Scale
0: yeah yeah and so it, it i imagine you know it gets easier when you know and when, when you have more resource with it but it, it just yeah when you're doing like wind up 16 millimeter i mean you've you've just you've got to have a, a your pre-production's got to be spot on and you got to know um your scenes and be able to to get what you want out of your actor within yeah that said you know time span
3: yeah like terrence malick shoots film like it's digital yeah just like you know it's like, yeah, it's like not even film at that point. As far as like the constraints, it's like when you have the money to just like run it like it's right, an SD right. card, yeah. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah, money is the thing. Yeah, you can't be just, you know, taking 150 takes. You, know, you, <laughs> you gotta be like, you gotta take your time and, and think it out. And, and that's really great practice for, for anyone starting out too, is, is learning to take your time.
1: Time time is everything in filmmaking yeah whether you're yeah. short on time or whether you have <laughs> as much time as you possibly want yeah both can be problematic <laughs> yeah you need <laughs> the perfect amount of time yeah
3: yeah time <laughs> yeah. I thinking about it. picking the time like how long do you want a short film to be
1: I don't know. Yeah, time. Just time. Time. <laughs> time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways. Um
2: So, I think that's really cool that you submitted your short to like a competition. And I I used to do that a long time ago. I haven't done it in a really long time, but just for writers that are out there, what do you think that's like something that's beneficial or what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um
0: I don't know. I don't have that much experience submitting, honestly. I that I I think the, that I mean last year. I think was the first time I ever started submitting my stuff, and um, and I, I don't know. I mean, because the the way that I got you know some some interest in in that script wasn't it didn't even come from the fact that it had anything to do with scripts of Palooza per se. It was that um, someone I knew that I worked for saw it, you know, and, and I think that reinforces the power of the network and um, and just getting on set, meeting people and um and letting people know what you want to do so they can watch out you know and and hopefully if you you uh you make something and it catches on somewhere someone will you'll find interest you know um i I mean the the festivals i don't know yeah i don't have too much experience so i can't talk too much about it but um there's a lot there's a lot out there there's a lot there's too many out there so you really should do your research and (laughs) before you give 60, $80 to yeah. someone, right? do your research and, and, and just submit to the, to the long shot chances, you know, it's worth it. You're, you're probably not, you, you might not get your script, you know, heard, but at least you're trying, you know, you're, you're shooting big and, and that's what matters.
3: I think it's, I think it's cool. Cause like, yeah, if you do want to make the script you wrote yeah. and you're looking for funding and you have like a cool treatment and all this and some previous work, um, and if you do get to, like, a quarter-final quarter or semi-final or, you know, it gets selected, I think it's, like, a cool thing to throw in the package of this film you're trying to get investing for if you're, like, trying to pitch it to an investor. It's yeah. like, hey, like, here's yeah. the treatment. Here's – I got a quarter-finalist in this, you know, judges think – like, script judges think it's a cool it's thing, like so cloud. why don't you yeah. – yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah.
0: definitely – yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you can – it. it you, you've got to just because you win you know a, a film festival that definitely means that you have still a lot of work to do you're just definitely yeah. up, you're just building up you know laurels that you can brag about to some <laughs> one of you know producer that you want uh-huh. <laughs> like like you said yeah i think that's the, that's probably the benefit the best benefit is just you know adding on to accolades to try to sell it
1: yeah there's so many like. there's so many film festivals yeah and like yeah. contests
3: and like grants and like i feel like i just overlooked i all would that say shit. it is it's out of the
1: like out of the like 20 30, film festivals that there are there's probably like only a hundred that you should probably ever submit to yeah.
0: right absolutely because <laughs> a lot and, of them
1: are just like lit- legitimate fraud like yeah, they yeah, literally yeah, just yeah, take your money yeah. for yeah. the laurel
0: so yeah, be careful on Film Freeway and Coverfly yes. and stuff like that yes. there's a lot out there and they don't they don't do a good job of filtering it. It's a great yeah. platform to find stuff, but they don't do a good job of finding the yeah, the oddballs that you know, you're you're just going to be throwing $60 at even if you win. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. And hopefully you can find an investor too that pays for all of your Film yeah exactly <laughs> nice. get
0: in ahead <laughs> yeah that's that's what
1: that's what maddie did like it was written in our contract that she would pay for all the festivals so we literally that's, went film freeway shopping that's and that's when i found out like how many of these festivals are just like absolute fake yeah. yeah like it's yeah. insane there's like there's literally like 20 to 30 film festivals here just in la yes, i was gonna say most that of them are literally just built to take your money yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. like that's it. No
3: idea. one of them is a really? like short and sweet film festival i think
1: yeah that yeah definitely I, and it, it's not really it's not
0: <laughs> yeah it's not really talked about that much either I, no. I it's kind of just generally accepted that there's just a lot of film festivals and i don't hear a lot of people <laughs> telling like warning people i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> So, I hope we're doing a service here. Yeah, we are.
2: I learned something. I didn't
1: know. We'll make that the title of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Film Freeway Fraud. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, are you... I guess, what are you most looking forward to um, when you are doing these new projects, like directing these new projects?
0: Really just... Just looking forward to one day, like, capturing something that just, I can tell, not just resonates with people, but also resonates for the long run and lasts. And that's what I'm, I know I'm probably never going to find what I'm looking for in that way, because, you know, that's just how it is, but I, I just want to continue to try to make something that lasts and I look forward to trying and, and staying curious and, um, and embracing uncertainty and trying to, yeah, just, just trying to make something that lasts. And
3: yeah, since, I mean, you, you have such a, like, and I feel like this is a cool question because you have such a unique voice and style that what are like some of your inspirations just writing directing wise, anything really?
0: Um, first and foremost, as far as from a f- directing and filmmaking and writing, he's Paul Thomas Anderson. That's okay, yes. definitely the, my, the, the central core. Like my, yeah, I, I kind of go off of that and, and, and literature, you know, I think mm. um, Bukowski, like we talked about huge and um, and, you know, Vonnegut and Kafka and, and, and Pynchon, you know, and um, and reading's great and dire- directors should read you know because I think it, it, it exercises you know your, your head and and yes. trying new things while you're reading and that's really important to not just solely watch great films which is important obviously but reading is is too and mm-hmm. so yeah I, I'd say a lot of writers you know Steinbeck and, and Hemingway too and um yeah Paul Thomas Anderson and Cohen brothers and uh, that's influence probably my biggest influence paulo serentino i love great beauty i mean
1: Mm. i was gonna say i wanted to kind of do like a discussion really about uh directing
0: as a director you have to stay fluid at all times because you're like you you have to you have to bounce between the artistry and um and the editing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're like editing, you know, uh, uh, while you're there sometimes, you know, and you've got to be able to turn that off and on and jump between the yeah. two yeah. because it's like, you've got to, you've got to like create a space where you can try things with your talent and everything. And, and with your, with your frames too. Um, but then you also have to make sure that you at some point, you know, step back and yeah, look at it and, and, and stay fluid and be okay with that. You know, that you're, you're going to try things and you're going to, you're going to figure things out, you know, definitely and, and, yeah and, tr- and trust what you've done already and yeah, yeah i
1: love that love that line fluidity yeah. and cohesiveness yeah there we yeah. go <laughs> <It's> bam <laughs> <laughs> sounds impossible <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah
0: that's uh, why i yeah. can't
2: be a director because it's just too much for my mind like it's just it's you guys do too much I, I like in the like while you're like in the moment i my brain won't like go there. i'm just so impressed by it but yeah it's yeah. not for me uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'd say yeah i'm not like every time it happens i wouldn't say i'm uh i'm like ready for it and i mean it. like, it's, it's definitely i don't think anyone like pta or no, anybody like, yeah, it's just, yeah yeah every
0: set's different you know every, yeah. every set is different
3: definitely
1: you also do do a lot besides just directing and writing you're also an acting you're also a gaffer and a and a grip
0: yeah yeah that's that's how i get by that's how i pay (laughs) bills um yeah it's i love it i love i love lighting um i love working on that side of camera and and when you're not directing it's a great place to be because you're you're close to that 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 Mm -hmm. core nexus of everything that's that's happening and it's cool a director should definitely understand uh, <laughs> the like, I don't know, the crazy labor that G and E guys yeah, like go yeah. through.
1: Yeah, and, they're the like hardest working people on set. What yeah. advice would you give to young filmmakers?
0: Learn to accept failure and 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 garner some endurance, and and you'll be fine. You know, and just keep fighting, getting through it, and. And, and stay curious and yeah if, if you can do kind of like all those things and keep those those true and and just keep going and trying new things and yeah keep your curiosity and your endurance and and don't mind the failure I mean we've all got to do that and it's it's imminent when you're starting out and when you're working in any art form um, it's scary because you're you're putting a piece of yourself out there and to fail um, by a, by way of a piece of yourself, by offering something of yourself is, is tragic. And you've got to keep yeah, accepting it and be like, ah, whatever. And, and, and go on to the next one and keep, keep trying, keep trying. and Yeah, stay
1: curious. You're on the Titanic. I haven't heard one of these in a while.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I've got a little
1: story. You're on the Titanic. <laughs> um, the boat is sinking. And... you're gonna you're gonna
2: be like rose and you're gonna survive so don't worry it'll be okay Yeah,
1: don't pick (laughs) tight yeah the the boat is sinking (laughs) and you have your suitcase that you're about to throw onto the lifeboat good okay good you're gonna make it
2: it
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh but you have the option to put three movies in that suitcase. Yeah,
3: they have a whole, they have every collection have of everything. Everything. Titanic.
1: Oh my God. What three, okay. mo- what three movies do you put in your suitcase? Oh,
0: <laughs> right, I'm going to need a minute on this one. You're
1: good. You're good. Drinks a sip of coffee. I'm trying to figure out um, which PTA film is
3: going to be
0: in
1: there. Yeah. I mean, that's also, I mean, he's looking at his collection.
0: Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you
1: know?
0: <laughs> I mean, right, right off the bat, I, I would, yeah, I would give two of my films would be, there will be blood and the master, just wow. because they, those two films, they, they influenced me to, to want to do this, you know, when I saw that I'm like that, I want to make that, that, those two films changed me, and so I owe those two. Um, the third one, man, that's the great beauty. I think, I think that, as far as like something that I can keep revisiting and, and, and keep learning something, you know, that, that movie did it for me. So I'd probably say those, those three, maybe.
1: John, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom.
2: Yes. Wisdom. <laughs> so much wisdom tonight. Oh. And um, yeah, thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for having me on this. This has been so fun and great and uh, nostalgic asking being asked all these questions that I, haven't th- yeah. I haven't i haven't i haven't thought about like you know when, when i first did when you asked me to be on this i'm like man and, and about my experience i'm like man i haven't thought about you know like college or where, where how yeah. did i get here i just kept like where, yeah. directly, how That's... did i get here <laughs> so cool. thank you for that that was that was great and um you all are wonderful and look forward to working with you for all. sure likewise
1: likewise same,
0: same likewise <laughs> well uh
1: where can people find you instagram
0: i i yeah i'm just instagram vimeo imbd it's it's pretty much the only the only three i'm not very active i'm not but you can well, probably find me there
1: we'll link it below so if anybody has any questions they can reach out to you or any gigs Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah gigs yes Yeah.
1: <laughs> See you later, John.
3: Thank you, John. Bye. See you, man. Bye, Good thanks.
0: one. Well,
1: thanks again for listening to another episode of This Industry Life.
3: Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's been <laughs> it's been quite a ride, guys. And no, seriously, thank you, thank you. Uh, really appreciate it. All the people that follow us on Instagram and listen to our podcast, and don't be afraid to reach out. Really.
2: Thank uh, you. If you like what we're doing, give us five stars. Thank you, and we love and appreciate you guys. Ciao. See
1: you see you after Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family, by the way.